Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. Hey there, beautiful people. This is Brittany, and I am very excited to be recording today's podcast for a few reasons. It's an exciting day because it's today and we're alive, (laughs) and also because I am recording this on a new device that Connor got to record the audio version of his novel, which has been this epic project he's been putting out and sharing this equipment with me for the first time. It's pretty exciting. I feel so cool to give you a vision of what I look like and just how cool I am. I've got these headphones on, I've got like a real microphone in front of me, and I'm in a closet, a large closet, because our new house is large, surrounded by all of the clothing that Bridget, Connor, Ilya, and I own, and takes up like no space in the closet, since we really don't have much clothing, and so there's a lot of space in here, and it's a nice private, quiet space to record. So we have this really amusing setup. So that's exciting. Another exciting thing is that today I'm going to be sharing about polyamory, I guess. Yeah. Like my journey into polyamory, why I've chosen it and what it all means to me and what my life looks like now. I did 20 podcasts episodes on pregnancy, birth, postpartum type stuff. That was pretty much all the episodes revolved around that. And I do still love that topic, and it's also not as big a part of my life at the moment. Illy is about five months, and I am excited to talk about other topics, probably around childcare and, I mean, just all the things I'm into, health, alternative health. Um, And there's a lot of ways that... I'm excited to explore using this podcast platform. And right now it's feeling really relevant to share about this huge part of my life that has been exploding and changing lately and sort of share why I got into sharing alternative relationships in my life and what that journey has looked like and what it's feeling like right now and where I feel like it's moving. Yeah, it's interesting, this word polyamory because I feel like something I really love is not feeling boxed into something. I love the freedom of being myself in each moment as I'm growing and evolving, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, and supporting others in that same process. Just sort of finding our radically authentic selves, finding our soul's purposes and living lives that feel aligned with that, living our dreams, living our passions, and loving each other along the ride. So for me, 
poly life has developed more as a way to be more of myself, to be more free in the ways that I desire. And that word, polyamory, for me has just become like a helpful word. It's not really something I feel attached to in any way. Um, It's one way of understanding something. Everybody has a different lens that they're seeing things through and hearing terms through. So I imagine that it could mean something for you in your life and something different for someone else. And um, yeah, for me, freedom and authenticity has led me to desire to share just radically authentic relationships with everybody in my life. And that really starts with me and branches out into the people that I connect with. And I'm so interested in sharing relationships with people that feel really real and authentic and aligned in the ways that we decide, whoever is involved in that relationship. So a little bit of backstory. I guess I could say like I've been having sort of poly, like really immersed in poly life for maybe about five and a half years. And before that, my relation, my relationships were, I mean, they've always been authentic and, and probably a little different than, than, I don't know, whatever. They're just what they are. But I guess I could say like monogamy was the umbrella under which I feel like I defaulted to and operated in up until, yeah, about, um, 2013, 2014. And that was, I think it felt limiting for me and it didn't necessarily present in that way. Actually, the idea of polyamory, when I heard about it, I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's, that's awesome and cool. And I love hearing about it. And also like, I can never do that. And that was in um, 2013 when I first got to Austin. I met somebody who was sharing about her poly relationship with her partner, with whom she's actually still with. And yeah, I was just reflecting on that when I saw her the other day that like, wow, I remember when you first told me about this, it was crazy. And then like less than a year later, I was having my own exploration into it. So before that, I... Yeah, I had a lot of different partners throughout my life and they were always like assumed monogamous relationships. Although I really noticed from the beginning of my romantic relationship time, I felt really drawn to multiple people at the same time. It felt really natural for me. Sometimes I noticed it came up in the way where I would have like a partner at school and then somebody who felt like a partner like in my neighborhood and it was just like different points in my day when I would be hanging out with them and it felt really natural for me and actually initially didn't occur to me that like that might not be okay and then later on I I felt like oh would that be okay with this person if I was sharing space with this person and and it just was like this odd thing to feel out and feel like oh maybe I'm doing something quote wrong that I didn't even realize was wrong because it just felt so natural and just sort of unfolded in my life and something I recognized early on was that I didn't feel like sharing love with one person took away from the love that I could and would share with somebody else. Actually, I felt like they enhanced one another. And and this is like something I really noticed in my life, not just in my romantic relationships, just across all relationships. And in general, to blow it out even more, the more love-filled I am, the more aligned and connected with my truth, which I feel like truth in a way is synonymous with love for me, the more 
I feel I have that flowing love to share with the world. And for me, it's, it's pretty simple like that. Like, it's just about being in a love-filled space and allowing that love to flow where it makes sense for me, which is really just an organic unfolding, I think, for all of us. And I think that there, you know, you can, there's definitely ways to scientifically analyze that and see energy and talk about all those things. And then there's just like following that feel, you know, you can really feel what it's like to be in love. And by that, I mean like to be living in a love-filled space and how great it feels. And when that love is flowing, it just feels so, for me, it feels so abundant, never ending. Like I just have so much to share. So I felt that innate nature when I was younger and also simultaneously I experienced this other thing, which is very contrasting, which was that I experienced extreme jealousy, especially around my friendships. I had a few really close friends and I noticed that like if two of them would hang out without me, I felt like heartbroken and like I wasn't good enough and I felt left out and I was upset about it, like really upset about it. And I remember as young as like probably five or six, I was with my friend Mary and she was playing, we were playing on the playground and I, she had been playing with her other friend Amy like the day before and she was telling me about it and I just felt this feeling inside of me like, oh, like, no, like it's just this heartbreak, like Mary's friends with Amy, like maybe Amy's her best friend. I think that they're really good friends and I'm not, like because they have that, I'm not. And it just felt heartbreaking and I didn't want her to be friends with Amy because I wanted her to be friends with me. And it's crazy because who knows what I was doing the day before, but I was doing something great that really added value to my life. And it's awesome that Mary and Amy were doing the same, doing something awesome together. And it just makes a lot of sense. And I really feel so curious about ways that that got in there for me early on. And I remember hearing from a young age that I was jealous and that I struggled with jealousy and like from a caregiver of mine. And just, I remember feeling like, oh, that's, that's me. Like that, there, she's talking about me. That's really interesting. And like, yeah, it's so hard. It's really interesting how I felt like that wasn't my reality, but it must be somebody else's reality. Something wasn't quite equating. So as I got older and my partnerships became more, I don't know, longer term, more serious, I guess you could say, although I felt like really serious about my loves when I was quite young. But as that happened, the assumed structure was monogamy, and I felt like it was challenging for me to stick to. (laughs) It really made sense, too. For example, I had this partner, one of my first more, like, intimate partners, and I was 14, and we just had great sex. It was the first sexual relationship to that degree, like, having yeah, I'd say it's the first like really sexual relationship of my life at the time. Um, no, that's not true at all. Sorry. I just have (laughs) thinking as I say this, I had definitely experienced sexual connections before that and been exploring, but this felt like another level of that for me. So at the time I felt like, wow, this is amazing. And it was, I think looking back on it, we really did have great sex. So thank you 
um, partner of mine. That was lovely. And, but you know, that part of our relationship really flowed and we're fiery and we just like really good friends and also like had this passion and the relationship didn't last too long, maybe like four or six months. I can't remember. And, um, then I was dating another partner and the relationship with them was quite different. I mean, I was, I felt like there was still a great sexual attraction, especially early on. And also I felt like we just didn't really have that chemistry going there. Um, we didn't seem to link up as much. I think that for them, they were very sexually satisfied and for me, I wasn't. And so I kept feeling drawn to share that sexual experience with the partner I had had before that. And it just made sense for me. Like we really connected in that space. We both really wanted to do that still. And I really wasn't getting like that feeling that quote need met or like I just wasn't feeling fulfilled in that area with my other partner. And so I did, I, I continued, like I took time away from that and then, you know, sort of went back to sharing sexual space with that other partner while I was having a romantic relationship with this partner and just feeling like feeling so good about it. And it felt so right. And then sort of like feeling into that more and recognizing like, oh, that might not feel as good for this new partner of mine. And when we talked about it, it didn't end. That was really hard. It was actually a really hard time in our relationship. Um, yeah, so it is interesting. I remember feeling at that time like, oh, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. This is wrong. Like, I'm breaking the rules. This isn't allowed. And I just felt like, fuck that. That's not like, I didn't set that up. That's somebody else's rule and that doesn't resonate with me. And at the same time, I felt like I was doing something wrong. So kind of felt like trapped between two worlds there in a way. And I think I just sort of assumed that that's what I had to do. And so I did. I had other monogamous partnerships for the next 10 years, I guess. Um, yeah, and I kept finding the same thing. I mean, there were very full relationships with different intricacies of all of them and this wasn't necessarily the reason that they all ended or changed shifted <laughs> shifted from just romantic partnerships sorry not just but shifted from romantic partnerships into something else and I think it's because I couldn't be all of myself I didn't feel like I could grow and thrive and express myself completely and that feels essential to me for living and growing and evolving and being a human and really doing what I'm here to do. And I want that for everybody. And for me, I identified that X amount of time into a relationship, I'd start to feel kind of like, hmm, like I started off as my best self and then I felt like it kind of slowly deteriorated and felt like my attraction for the person wavered and it's not just sexual it, it would also show up in sexual spaces. So like thinking about other people while connecting sexually with my partner and feeling like, oh gosh, yeah, like that's not what I want to be doing. And also like, I'm just not feeling as excited or enlivened by this and feeling like I couldn't be myself. And I think that's really why I didn't feel like I was fully there. And I think that they didn't feel like they were fully there. And different that came up in different ways in all my partnerships. And one really beautiful partnership ended because of that. It just ended because they really wanted to explore other people. And yeah, it was just assumed that if they wanted that, we would break up. And looking back, I feel like, man, I wish I had known there were other options. 
And it's interesting that I didn't think of that necessarily. There was such like a no, it was just like complete resistance to that idea to the point where I didn't even see it as an option. I don't know how much time later after that, but um, I ended up having, I was in a partnership with somebody else. <laughs> I know I'm sure talking about all these partners vaguely, but I feel like the themes matter more than trying to share all the stories. I was in a partnership. I had a, a best friend who was a previous partner and another best friend. And those two great friends of mine started to show interest in one another and and I just could not find it in my heart at the time to support them for a number of things that were coming up for me and you know I had a partner I was really living a beautiful life I loved these two friends of mine so much and man I just couldn't do it and at the time and it was totally heartbreaking I I felt so much anger and fear and jealousy and I think that I I did still love that previous partner of mine and also like didn't want to share a romantic relationship with him or a sexual relationship anymore. I was really enjoying the other areas of our relationship. But I think I was still angry about things that they had done and ways that yeah, I think that there was just some like toxic stuff from our romantic partnership, which was very like in-depth and long that I didn't let go of. And I was still harboring anger towards him, which is so sad. And that, or anger within myself, you know, really. And then this other, this friend of mine, she and I were just so close and I loved her so much. And I think I was really in love with her. And didn't necessarily recognize it as that at the time, but I felt like betrayed by her in a way that she would want to share space with this person who had been like such a source of pain in my life. And we had talked about that a lot. We had both talked about previous partnerships and things we were moving through. And yeah, so interesting because I loved them both. And I think like my lack of healing in that previous relationship, I really carried with me a like toxic energy that I just shared with more people. And when they were excited about each other and like, I got us all hanging out, you know, I thought it'd be so fun. And then it hit a point where I was like, oh gosh, like they're, they really like each other and there's not space for me and all these like fear parts and worthless parts and just this jealousy was coming up for me. And um, what ended up happening is that I couldn't support them and they both exited my life which really makes sense because yeah where do you go from there where do you go but taking a step back so that you can nurture yourself to to allow for the relationships that are really um resonating with you and I'm so glad that that they followed what was resonating with them and I'm I'm so I still feel so much sadness and also just like a lot of understanding and peace around it that they that like I just did not support them and I yeah I just said some things that were really mean and really like to push them away I think because I was scared that they were going to push me away oops this microphone just did a funny thing so I'm switching it back that felt like the catalyst for a lot of change in my life my the partnership that I was in, 
I was only in for like another year after that and it was kind of rapidly changing. I really recognized that jealousy was tearing me apart and I felt like I can't do this anymore. I can't let this run my life. And that was kind of like in the back of my mind as I was sort of healing stuff and moving through it and changing partnerships and changing my life in a lot of radical ways, health-wise, just like lifestyle and diet and business. I started my own business. I started traveling the world. I got rid of everything I owned. It was just a huge time of change in my life. It was like 2012, 2013. And in 2013, I, I told that partner that I was with, had been with for about six years, that I really felt like I wanted to go live my dreams and that I didn't feel like I could live them anymore while being in partnership with him and I left and and he supported that you know and we're good friends um side note but it man that was such a big change for us and and I felt like if I'm gonna leave this really great partnership because it was like there were a lot of things that didn't align and also I recognized like we have great love. We, we love each other. We support each other. Um, I felt like if I'm going to leave this really good partnership, then I'm going to have an epic life. It's, it's I can only do this. Like if I'm going to do this, I better fucking make it count. So it's kind of like sparked a ton of that in my life this fire to really go after everything I desired and I felt like I was already in that fire and this really revamped it so I did I like went on this trip with somebody else that I was like feeling a lot of love with and we kind of had like it wasn't an open relationship but it was never really defined and we were together more or less for a year and in that time I felt kind of that's when I heard about polyamory for the first time and was just like yeah, I guess just in general, a curious, it was like coming into my sphere more. And then in 2013, anyway, something like that, I met Connor at this festival, this health festival, the Woodstock Fruit Festival, which is where I had met the other person too that I was traveling with and living with for a year. Um, And yeah, we really hit it off and we didn't connect much beyond like just really digging each other at the festival but then we stayed in touch and we talked a lot on the phone and just really enjoyed the connection and sometime into that just like said that we were totally in love with each other and and wanted to you know explore that together and he knew that I had a partner and he was just like yeah like that's great I totally support that partnership I had heard about his ideals and he was like interested in exploring open relationships and wanted to have babies soon and I didn't really want that at the time and so it just felt like cool maybe he'll have like a baby mama and babies and I'll like support them and we'll all be friends and who knows like lovers and we'll just figure it all out and (laughs) yeah and I have this partnership and we'll figure that out and so from the beginning five plus years ago Connor and I started with this open relationship and just exploring that for the first time together and (laughs) it was amazing and crazy we were long distance for the first let's see while from summer to like january and i visited him twice in california and then went to thailand with him to help run his festival which became our festival and retreats that we started um and that was cool we really hit it off we had three weeks together after you know all this time skyping just calling and texting and being in connection like all day was it was really cool to see how it worked like longer term in person and 
we just wanted to move in together right after that so we came to Austin Texas and we did and um and I sort of was transitioning things with my my other partner at that time and just feeling like there were areas of the relationship I really loved with him and also didn't really want to live together or share a sexual relationship anymore and so yeah Connor and I just started from even before that you know I had this other partner and he was sharing spaces with other people so from the very beginning of our relationship we started practicing supporting one another in that and we both knew it was really important to us we both felt really like into relationships I would say yeah like sex positive as well and enjoying feeling the freedom there to express ourselves sexually with other people and also just like I think in all the ways really I think sexually was maybe just on top for a number of years because it got suppressed and that's sort of been the relationship with Connor and the relationships I've explored with others have been evolving so much over the past five plus years and uh, wow, we could kind of talk about that forever. Um, basically, just what I want to share is that, yeah, it's changed. It's changed so much over time. And I think that's what I love about it. That's what I love about Connor and my our partnership is that it has the ability to adapt and grow and change. And sometimes it'll feel like it doesn't. <laughs> and then we find space for it. And early on in the beginning, we were trying to figure out log- logistics. And Connor said to me one day, like, I figured it out. We can just love the shit out of each other forever and support each other. And like, we don't have to, you know, we'll just like make it up as we go along. And I remember feeling such relief, like, yes, that's what I want. Just want like somebody in my life who's going to support me unconditionally, who I can support unconditionally, who like we want enough of the same things that we feel like we can really do this journey together. And so we did, and we explored things, and for a while it was like, you know, more short-term sexual relationships with other people, and sometimes exploring that together, and then it was more like, you know, we also want friends who we can hook up with and have in our lives, and so then it was like more of that, and that sort of remained, and then noticing wanting more of like partnership with others, and and after that, you know, X amount of time in our relationship too, recognizing areas that we really jived and flowed and were there to care for each other and then ways where we were like finding compromises and also maybe that we would do well to have somebody else in our lives or somebody like somebody <laughs> each have different people in our lives or have somebody else in our lives together or just basically have other people with whom we could connect in ways that we were craving that we weren't both desiring to connect with with each other on where we didn't have overlap and that was something that I feel like we did a lot of supplementing with for a long time and we did have like varying degrees of partnership with other people and there were some along the way you know that were really scary for us scary because it it has question had us questioning like am I still special is is there still space for our partnership? What does this mean? And yeah, it felt like lifetimes of growth moving through jealousy and and worthless parts and then like logistics and how to support one another and so much. And during that time, you know, we started our YouTube channel. So if you're curious about the growth journey, I think we started our YouTube channel about a year and a half into our relationship. And We've been sharing tons of stuff there, started another channel with Family and Lifestyle, which has been a lot more around Ilya and child raising. 
And um, yeah, kind of getting into what's going on more now in my life is totally different and crazy and amazing. It would be that way anyway with a child and then also with the relationship dynamics and living. It's been just such an epic journey. So about a year ago, I met this human, Bridget, and just felt really instantly drawn to her. I saw her playing outside one day at Barton Springs. Connor and I were doing acro, and she was there with with her partner at the time, and just like did she's doing some handstand, just looking super cool. And I just like felt her energy, felt super open and and loving and playful. And and I went over and told her I just really liked her energy, <laughs> and um, that was really cool. And it turns out she had seen me at Ecstatic Dance, and I saw her at Ecstatic Dance that week, and and loved her energy there too and just watching her dance and feeling so enlivened by her in ways that I couldn't even quite describe and so that was sometime in the summer and July and we sort of like sent each other messages back and forth just talking about meeting up and didn't end up really getting into that because of various things because I was traveling Connor and I were going to the northeast and also because she was I think feeling out things um she had learned more about us that like Connor and I think she was like unsure you know what the relationship dynamic was like with me and Connor and then learning more about Polly and like our our Polly relationship through YouTube and just sort of feeling that all out because she was very much you know wanting a monogamous partnership it's funny how we say you know you know like that because you don't know that until I say that necessarily okay that's a total aside I have no idea how long I've been recording this for. 30 minutes? So that is how I met Bridget. And in October, gosh, almost exactly a year ago, in like a week or so, we went on our first date. We like, yeah, we met up at this acro jam a couple times. And I had, I actually accidentally canceled our date the first time because I was not accidentally, but intentionally did because I was so nauseous and I felt terrible about it. I had morning sickness, was early pregnancy, and I just told her, I was like, hey, really want to meet you, and I feel really bad about this, but I'm totally nauseous, and by the way, I'm pregnant, and like, do you still want to meet up? And and she did, so we went on this great hike, and I think we just were really drawn to each other from the beginning, but that hike really gave us a lot of time to just talk and hear from each other, and it was never like assumed that we were getting together as as people who who would form a romantic partnership. I think we were just both really drawn to each other, and it was cool to feel how much we had to talk about and just how we vibed together. Felt like we had so much synchronicity and areas of overlap, and so pretty much right from then, she and I started hanging out a lot more than I'd ever hung out with somebody outside of my partnership with Connor, and it was pretty amazing just like total, just like epic love right from the beginning in so many ways. And it was also like, I remember in the beginning just feeling like this is amazing, this is perfect. And then, you know, later later on, or maybe even pretty quickly on feeling like, shoot, like how does this work? What do we do? Like it's the first time it's kind of feeling like, I don't know how this works within the context of my relationship with Connor. Not that I didn't feel like I had enough love. I felt like I had plenty of love and everything was flowing and also like, okay, I want to spend more time with Bridget. Connor wants me to spend more time with him. Like, what do I want? What do, what do they want? What do I want? How do we make it all work? And 
that that sentence right there basically sums up what I feel like has been going on this last year. Just like, what do we all want? How do we all make it work? Like, how can we nurture one another, be authentic to what we want, get our needs met, um, nurture ourselves, nurture each other? Did I just say that? Just lost my train of thought for a second. And that's shifted so much over time. We've all tried a ton of different things. And three months ago, we all moved in together. Ilya is about five months now. So yeah, just about when Ilya was two months old, we all moved in together. Bridget had just been like over a lot helping out with with Ilya. And we asked her to go on this epic road trip with us up to Rhode Island. We like canceled our plane tickets two nights before didn't cancel and we just didn't take them so that we could all take a road trip and we just thought that sounded so fun and it was and it was amazing to go there and for me to be in my sister's wedding and to bring my two partners there and our baby and yeah man it was just amazing and we found this epic house Connor and I had been ready to move out of our apartment just feeling that and we found this house that had everything we wanted and we were all really wanting to live together and yeah, we did that. And now the last three months, we've been learning a ton, growing a ton, sifting and sorting, figuring out more of ourselves, each other, the flow, the family. And yeah, that's been, that's been a wild ride just these last few months, just these last few weeks and these last few years of my life in this really undefined, totally open and free space of authenticity as the, as the compass and love, authenticity and love and support and kind of all the dreamy words I would ever wish to have in my life. Those are my guiding light. And these beings are so special and amazing. And I, I just feel beyond grateful to be experiencing life with them yeah so that's kind of that's kind of it for me that's what's been going on oh and I guess more recently maybe a really important thing I'd love to share is just that my vision and clarity around what I want feels like it's ever expanding and I'm so open to it changing over time and also I feel like I've been recognizing lately like, I really don't want a nuclear family, which I guess I knew. I didn't grow up in a nuclear family. We had a lot of parents and a lot of kids and a lot of friends of parents, friends of parents, friends of kids, like, who lived there or just would come by and really open and loving and lots of support and lots of variation. And I noticed that I'm craving more tribe and more community and more family and so open to what that looks like, you know, in terms of the areas of overlap that everybody involved shares. Maybe it's, yeah, there's just a million areas. It doesn't really have to look like anything in particular. And I'm noticing that I'm craving that, like more community, more tribe. And I think birth really burst me open and having Ilya burst me open to know more of what feels intuitive and right for me. And I feel like they need more support and I need more support and the people around me need more support and love to really thrive in the ways we want to and to be able to keep procreating and and moving towards um, an existence that I think works better for me for sure and 
I think for the humans that are aligning with me, and I'm just excited to be emitting more of that steady pulse and welcoming family, welcoming community, welcoming unconditional love to support each other through all these growth processes, to take responsibility for the traumas and fears we're moving through, and to really celebrate life together as a family, like as one human family, and on a on like the more immediate scale for me and this family that I feel like we're creating. And I can hear Ilya crying right now in the background. So I, I really want to go be with them and see if they need me or are hungry or something. So that's what I'm going to do. I hope you liked this edition of this podcast, sharing about poly, my poly life. I'm excited to probably talk about that more or other things. And yeah, please feel free to send me a message if you have specific things you'd like to hear about. I'll leave it there. Hope you have a beautiful day.